of passive trading and active investing. The Financial Education Podcast with Alex Novak. Hello, my friend, and welcome back to the Art of Passive Trading and Active Investing. It's so great to have you here back again. And today we are diving into a topic I'm sure many of you are curious about. It's about passive trading. But before we jump into the modern ways of doing things, did you know options have been around since ancient times? Yep, the old Greeks were pretty smart people and they laid the groundwork for what we know as options today. Just goes to show that ideas stand the test of time. So what's passive trading all about? Hmm. Hmm. Think of it as a smarter way to play the game um, without spending your entire day on it. Well, now, options come in two flavors. First, they're the call options. And second, they're the put options, right? In simple terms, calls, right, the call options give you the right to buy. And the put options, they give you the right to sell. And guess what? Guess what? For every option out there, there is someone buying and someone selling. So there is some someone who is buying call options and selling call options. And the same, there is somebody who is buying put options and somebody who is selling put options. When you buy an option, you're getting the right, but not an obligation. That's important, right? As a buyer, you have the right, but not the obligation. When you sell an option, it's the opposite. So you, you have got an obligation, okay? So the seller, you have an obligation. You cannot choose what to do. I'll explain you. Selling might sound scary, but, but remember, it's all about setting things up smartly. Now, imagine you could earn money by selling these rights to stocks, right? It's like selling an insurance. And the cool thing, you get paid up front, so immediately. And the money is yours to keep. No matter what happens next, you just keep the money. It's the so-called premium. It's like someone paying you for the promise you make. But whether they take you up on the promise is up to them, it's the buyer. Now, there's a fantastic thing about options. They lose value over time. Well, it's fantastic for the seller only. Because as a seller, you're interested in a decreasing price of the traded asset. So let's say you sell an options, you sell an option option contract on Apple stocks. If the stock, if the stock's price stays where you want it to, well, this option you sold will eventually become worthless and you've made a tidy profit. And this has to happen within a predefined time frame, the so-called time decay of an option. So 
days until expiration. So every option has an expiration date. Okay, <clears throat> give me a quick example. Let's say Apple stock is trading at $180. You decide to sell option with a price of $165 and a deadline of 40 days. So time, right, days till expiration is 40 days. So this is kind of an endurance for the next 40 days. Okay, just keep this in mind. So if Apple's price stays above this $165, this, this so-called strike price, that's a win for you. And if it drops and you haven't made any moves, well, you might end up buying the stock, right? But guess what? you still get to keep the money you earned from selling the options, right? So you receive the premium and you still keep the premium, no matter what happens to the stock price. But here's the thing, while selling options sounds fantastic, it's crucial to keep an eye on risk management. As always in trading, risk management is extremely important. Yes, there are many advantages in option selling, but you've got to be alerted right? Say, for instance, uh, there is an unexpected sharp move in your traded stock against your strike price. That's when your position could be in hot water. So you, you got in trouble. You could got in trouble. In times like this, you need to know what to do. Whether it's closing out your position or making adjustments. Knowledge is your safety net here. So always stay informed and, and ready to act. But experience comes over time. Now, some days the market gets wild. And those days, the money you can make from selling options can get a nice boost. But remember, with more money up for grabs, there's a bit more risk, right? So the more you can receive the premium, the more risk exists. We'll dive deeper into handling those risks in future episodes. One of the best things about passive trading, you don't need to keep staring at screens all day. This is perfect for everyone who has a family, who has a job, is managing, has a business running. So. Check your account once a day, maybe maybe spend 30 minutes to an hour if you're searching for new opportunities and you're good to go. Another huge advantage is that you're not heavily dependent on the direction the underlying asset has to move to make a profit as long as it does not make a sharp move against your strike price, as mentioned before. And hey, come on. One more thing you have to know, uh, there are tons of strategies out there. From simple ones to those fancy sounding methods like iron condors or iron but butterflies and even more. Well, we'll unwrap these over time, step by step, episode by episode. 
To wrap things up, passive trading can feel like learning a new dance. I hope you like dancing. <laughs> it might seem tricky at first, but once you get the hang, out, hang of it, you'll be gliding smooth. It's all about knowing the moves, understanding the rhythm, and enjoying the dance floor. In further episodes, we will also have a look at the difference to buying options and why it's less attractive. It's a bit more stressful. Well, and next time we'll switch gears and talk about active investing. But for now, keep those questions coming and remember, it's not always about working harder, but working smarter. Well, my friend, I wish you more gains and viewer financial pains. Catch you in the next episode. Bye, your Alex.